Welcome back to Exotic Erotic Storytime. Please enjoy part three of A Different Night's Gambit. Suddenly self-conscious about his conspicuous nudity and the intensity of her stare, he patted her snout, gently breaking her from her reverie. She blinked twice before crossing her eyes at the hand on her nose, apparently still recovering slowly after the events of this morning. He saw embarrassment flash across her face as her mind returned to the present and what she was planning. Not one to ever forsake her marital duties, her long tongue slipped from her mouth and approached him unsteadily. A dragon's mouth was created for two things. One of them is eating. The other is breathing fire. Neither of these contributes in any way to oral sex. She licked his length awkwardly, the tip of her tongue nearly as wide as his girth. Her control over her tongue was amateur at best, frequently missing his shaft entirely. He could only blame her so much, though, her draconic eyes incapable of focusing on an object so near her snout. She fumbled for some time, accomplishing little more than poking and slapping him with her enormous tongue. Her frustration was clearly visible as she failed utterly at servicing him. Charles decided to help her out of her misery, grasping and guiding her tongue with his hands. It was smooth to the touch, but heavily textured, covered in soft bumps about the size of his thumb. Thin rivers of saliva ran between the protrusions coating the entire appendage in a thin sheen of slippery wetness. He placed his length atop her tongue and wrapped her around himself like a lewd taco. Her muscular tongue held its shape well, requiring a minimum of his effort to maintain its shape even as she started flicking it up and down. She stroked him gently with the pocket of flesh they had created, engulfing his throbbing erection on three sides. The nooks and crannies that covered her tongue pulled irregularly at his shaft his head catching periodically as it plowed into valleys, squeezing his haft through her tongue in a vain attempt to increase the pressure. Her tongue barely squeezed him, her incredible strength restrained by the awkwardness of the position. He hammered furiously against her, hoping to make up for the lack of tightness with speed and force. Her tongue slid gently against his cock, providing little more than teasing stimulation. His hips shook as he drove into her like a piston, splattering her saliva with the speed of his thrusts. So focused was he on fucking her tongue that he did not notice her moving until her snout was prodding his groin, his member entirely swallowed up inside her mouth. A strong wind blew past him as she inhaled quickly before shutting her mouth tightly and sucking. He knew firsthand the strength of a dragon's lungs but only from the outside as they spat fire. Experiencing it from the inside, as she hollowed her scaled cheeks and sucked down on him was something entirely new. She sucked with such incredible force that he was certain he could feel himself expand inside her. When he was still adjusting to the sensation, her tongue began to prod his tip, poking gently and rolling in soft circles around him. He gasped with mixed surprise and pleasure, the strength of this new sensation totally at odds with the gentle teasing he felt before. Her lips, or what passed for them for dragons, 
sealed tightly around his base with even more strength than a human's hand. Blood pooled in his cock, unable to escape the great pressure that sealed it inside his shaft. He was already oversensitive from the aphrodisiac, and the added sensitivity from being so fully engorged was unlike anything else he had felt before. The touch of her tongue, while still unpracticed, was heavenly in his state of overstimulation. She flicked across his head with surprising speed while almost entirely ignoring his shaft. The paladin was far from orgasm, yet still only barely able to endure the intense pleasure. His body slumped against her, laying down on her snout. He trailed kisses across her scales, unsure if she could even feel them as he stroked her affectionately. As the pleasure grew, he found himself grasping at her horns, holding on desperately while forcing his hips harder and harder into her mouth. Entirely confident that no matter how strong his desire, he could not conceivably hurt her on accident. Her scales scraped and scratched his groin as he ground himself against her, heedless of the slight itching pain. He felt his climax approaching quickly, and he called out to her, ever the chivalrous knight. He strained against her unyielding body to drive even just a hair deeper inside the cavern of pleasure that was her mouth. Come welled up at the base of his shaft, preparing to spray deep inside her cavernous maw, yet unable to breach the tight seal of her mouth. The paladin called out in frustration, begging her to relieve the pressure that backed the tide. She released him for scarcely a second, allowing his swollen shaft to fill with seed before drawing another vacuum, sucking his member dry with incredible pressure while massaging the underside with her tongue. When he was empty, she again released her grip to allow his throbbing cock to ejaculate once more before repeating the pattern, alternating between filling his rod with cum and sucking it into her mouth. Charles shuddered and groaned as he lay atop her, his orgasm drawn out by her unexpected technique. His entire body tensed as she restrained him, then shook with release each time she sucked him dry. No mere human could possibly give him pleasure like this. After half a dozen mind-shaking shots, his ejaculation slowed to a mere trickle and pleasing numbness in his groin as his remaining seed leaked gently onto her tongue, which still rubbed him gently. With a gentle nudge, she pushed him off her snout to display the fruits of his labor. of white flowed through the crenitures of her tongue, starting an arm's length past in and ending in a fall of cum at the tip. She retracted it slowly, making an act of licking up and swallowing his load. Somehow swallowing was so much sexier when your partner's head isn't larger than you. Still, she seemed more than pleased with his offering, as well as his reaction, as he sat on hands and knees before her panting. 
even as his still swollen cock dripped a mixture of her saliva and his remaining semen from its tip. He recovered quickly, restored to full strength and hardness by the lewd potion pumping through his body. Within a minute of his intense climax, he was eagerly watching her and waiting for whatever else she had planned. His content smile dropped slightly when he saw the uncomfortable look on her face as she stared silently, likely working up the courage to speak. When he could wait no longer, he spoke, bidding her to say what was on her mind. Well, there was something I always wanted to try with you, but... Never felt like I could ask. I was wondering, how would you feel about being inside my mouth? I mean, you've been inside other parts of me, but... You thought I would be uncomfortable as a knight with climbing inside the mouth of a dragon I once tried to kill? The look on her face told him all he needed to know. He had hoped that she would have understood by now that the day they really met face to face for the first time was long past. He no more feared her than he could stomach the thought of fighting her again. She had become the singular fixed point in his life, a lone point of unconditional love and happiness in a sea of duty and expectations. Still, he was slightly anxious. He knew she meant him no harm, but over twenty years of paladin training was not easy to overlook. Moreover, accidents do happen, and one cannot easily be uneaten by a dragon. Still, he knew that he would need to answer decisively. As much as she supported him, he needed to be there for her. He learned quickly that for giant-scaled reptiles, dragons are surprisingly sensitive. All right. Open up. She responded only with a... Hmm? And a look of surprise. She seemed even more anxious than he was, though likely for an entirely different reason. He couldn't bear to see her like this, and decided to make up her mind for her, approaching her confidently. With his right hand, he formed a fist and rapped upon her snout, forcing her to blink in surprise. Knock, knock. Open up. She laughed awkwardly, more to cover her embarrassment than express humor. He smiled back at her earnestly, hopeful that it would convey his honest enthusiasm and absolute trust. Her mouth opened slightly in surprise, but it was more than enough for him to make his intentions clear. With a gentle push, he opened wide her mouth, grabbed her lower teeth, and hopped inside. The heat of her mouth was stifling yet in no way uncomfortable. He slid in easily under her near-scalding tongue, upper back hanging just out of her mouth and flanked by rows of fangs. Her top jaw came down, sealing his lower half inside her. As a paladin, the idea of finding himself inside the mouth of a dragon was a daily motivator to drain harder. Suddenly, it did not seem so bad. His eyes met one of hers in silent approval as he patted her snout affectionately. A moment later, her tongue began to move. Slowly at first, the man-sized appendage slid across his lower body, 
swinging side to side within her mouth. Despite her gentle touch, the sheer strength of her tongue threatened his position, his entire body sliding around with her tongue. His hands instinctively sought a hold, grabbing onto her fangs as his feet found solid purchase on her back teeth. Situated firmly, he was finally able to appreciate the situation. Her movements were awkward and slow, yet all the more exciting for the novelty of the situation and her earnest effort. His lower body was soaked in saliva, her mouth's natural reaction to coat and contain the intruder, turning their encounter into a slick mess. She changed tactics, abandoning her coarse sideways motion in favor of rolling her tongue, pushing the tip firmly against his length and grinding it in slow, circular motions. He was breathless in moments, captivated wholly by the wet heat rolling over his shaft. The sensation was similar to the warm caress of her vaginal walls, yet all the more stimulating for its mindful direction. Inside one of her most sensitive places, his every twitch and thrust alerted her to his desires. Her tempo increased steadily as her tongue flattened, rubbing more and more of his body with each completed circuit till everything up to his navel felt her warm embrace. He relaxed into her grip, entirely too focused on the exquisite pleasure to concern himself with anything else. Charles's grip began to slip as he charged headlong towards climax. Her tongue pulsed steadily against his member, its very tip pressed tightly at the base of his crown. His head lay limply back, buffeted by her hot, panting breath and lost in pleasure. With little more than a groan, he came, thick cum mingling instantly into the bath of saliva. His hips thrust against her tongue, involuntarily seeking pleasure without heed for the consequences. Involuntarily or not, the result was the same his sudden forceful movements causing him to lose his footing. The copious pool of saliva, previously a sordid fantasy fulfilled, appeared now to be the instrument of his demise as his slick body sunk deeper and deeper into her mouth, aided by her substantial lubrication. He felt a sudden tightness around his legs as he slipped into her throat feet first. Everything below his thighs felt the squeeze of her powerful throat. He turned about in a panic, desperate to find something to grab in the oppressive darkness of her closed mouth, but finding no solid purchase. His waist now felt her squeeze as his arm slipped underneath her tongue. He paused, only briefly to consider his luck before turning about to lie on his face, wrapping both arms around the circumference of her enormous tongue. Now, somewhat secure, he slipped only a few more inches before coming to a stop, well-trained muscles straining to hold him in place. All he had to do now was hold on, until she managed to cough him out or something. Dragons could do that, right? Within moments, he remembered something he immediately wished he could forget. Dragons do cough. All the time. They call it breathing fire. Suddenly, his situation felt all the more dire. 
He rocked back and forth inside her throat in an attempt to free himself before realizing that he had entirely forgotten a crucial piece of information yet again. He was still hard. His unnaturally engorged erection rubbed against the warm wall of her throat. To make matters worse, his sudden movement triggered her gag reflex, forcing her throat into rapid and powerful contractions. Wave after wave of tightness gripped him, squeezing upwards from his feet and traveling quickly up his legs and over his cock, pressing it tightly against his own body. Even when her throat relaxed, it still twitched against him pleasingly as her body fought to expel him. He felt the blood rush to his head and his weight decrease as his body was inverted. He knew at once that she was struggling just as much as he to force him out without accidentally incinerating him. He suddenly regretted using his ring of fire immunity as an engagement ring. The fear only quickened the flow of the aphrodisiac through his system, filling his erection with ever more blood and sensation to the point that he was panting from raw lust alone. The contractions and vibrations became faster as her desperation increased, stroking his cock past mere arousal and into mad longing. No longer fully in control of his lower body, he humped pitifully against the undulating wall of her throat, meeting her contractions with thrusts of his own. He held on for dear life, arms tugging down on the frenellum that held her tongue to the floor of her mouth and inadvertently triggering her salivation reflex. Her mouth opened to evacuate the growing pool of saliva and allow a small quantity of much-needed fresh air to reach him. He opened his own mouth to scream, but it was caught in his throat, reduced to a mere moan of pleasure as one of her contractions rolled over his body. They were coming too fast now. A powerful squeeze gripped his cock faster than once a second. He knew he could not endure the pleasure. Not for long. For the first time in his life, he was explicitly thankful that his strength, unlike that of some other heroes, wasn't inexplicably tied to his chastity. The vibration in her throat stole his breath away, a subtle pleasure compared to the rough squeeze of her gagging throat. It persisted even as the contractions passed, filling the void of sensation with a pleasant but insistent tingling. The many folds of her reticulated throat massaged his length as they vibrated, sometimes slipping underneath his tip and spearing him with intense pleasure. He hugged tightly to her tongue, burying his face in the slick lump of muscle as he thrust against her throat, a lewd mockery of the missionary position, while he rutted against her in the pitch darkness of her mouth. His cock throbbed uncomfortably with need and alchemical lust as he came. He exploded with incredible force, ejaculating in time with her contractions. Her tight, rumbling throat squeezing each thick rope from his cock as if it was designed for the task. The pleasant vibrations kept him at full hardness, drawing out his orgasm far beyond his natural limit with the aid of the potion still pumping through his over-engorged shaft. 
he cried out in pleasure, and then surprise, as an exceptionally strong contraction forced his cock out of the smothering folds of her throat, along with everything above his knees. This was it. The best opportunity he was going to get. He pulled against her tongue, scraping his cock against the muscle, and forcing even more of his seed out as he freed his feet from her throat and tumbled from her mouth. He landed with a wet slap in a pool of her saliva as she continued to hack and retch. Now, in the light, he could at last see his cock, easily three inches longer than normal, and a swollen pained red as it continued to leak, tinting the pool of saliva white. With faded senses, he barely registered his draconic wife's concerned expression as she inspected him for injury. With a sigh of relief, he allowed fatigue to claim his consciousness. dozen pairs of eyes lay fixed upon him, each expressing a slightly different emotion. Confusion, fear, curiosity, and even downright terror were immediately visible in all. Except for one set. There he could only see bottomless rage. It was an expression he was used to seeing from heathens and criminals, but he never thought a woman as vibrant and cheerful as she could hold such a depth of anger. He shrugged off the glare as he picked the tiny half-dragon from his lap and placed him on the floor with the other children. This Parents' Day thing was an entirely new concept to him, yet he resolved to do his best. He thought he had done a pretty good job, entertaining the children with stories and answering questions. The teacher, now glaring at him, had seemed content with his answers, up until the last. What did she want him to do? Lie about a rock delivering infants or some other nonsense? He was a paladin, and paladins never lie. That was indeed where the young half-dragon that beamed up at him, a single point of smiling happiness in a sea of terrified children, came from. Perhaps his explanation was a bit inappropriate for eight-year-olds, but it wasn't his fault that their parents hadn't talked to them about vererophilia in bondage yet. Perhaps he could get some angry visits from parents. Then again, perhaps said parents would realize that a half-dragon child meant that one parent was a fucking dragon. Either way, he was certain that his wife would take care of any visitors. He nodded, mostly to himself, and strode confidently from the room, polished armor clacking with every step on the stone floor. Once outside the classroom, he removed his helmet 
and sighed the sigh of success. Damn, was he a good father. This episode was narrated and produced by me, Jack Alexander. Elizabeth the Dragon was played by Naomi, and Sir Charles the Paladin was played by J.P. If there are specific themes you would like to find or avoid, each story is tagged in the episode description. Or, if you're like me and you prefer to be surprised, you can disregard those descriptions entirely. If there's a story you would like featured on Exotic Erotic Storytime, you can send an email to jack at exoticeroticstorytime.com. Last, and most importantly, thank you for listening.